Hello and welcome to the first podcast of English 264 Online. My name is Jonathan Glantz, and I'm the instructor of this course. And on this first podcast, I wanted to introduce myself, the course, and the online course. I'm an associate professor in the Department of English in the College of Liberal Arts at Mercer University, and I've been at Mercer since 1992. I was born in Charleston, South Carolina. I grew up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I attended Davidson College for my undergraduate degree and University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill for my master's and PhD. And I specialized in 19th century British literature with a minor in medieval literature. I was hired at Mercer as a Victorianist, that is a specialist in Victorian literature and culture, but I've taught a wide variety of courses here. I've also taught uh, first-year seminar, and in fact, I'm the director of the first-year seminar program. I've taught upper-level courses in the Romantics, in the Victorians, in the English novel. I've taught in the Great Books program. I've taught special topics courses on the Gothic and fiction and film, on Charles Dickens and his works in the world, and also on web design, which I, uh, is a side interest of mine. My wife and I are celebrating our 20th anniversary next week. And we have two children, a son, Carlisle, who's 15, and a daughter, Ellison, who's 12. And we also have a dog named Katie. My other interests include technology and and the internet, web design, food, and music. I play saxophone in a local band, um, and we'll be playing at a wedding in Opelika, Alabama in a few weeks. English 264 is a survey of English literature from the Romantics to the present, at least according to the catalog, although I've never actually been able to get up to the present when I teach the course. Normally when I teach it, we get to the moderns, um, the early 20th century authors. It's a course which normally serves two specific target audiences, students who take it for general education credit and English majors who take it as a foundational requirement. For general education students, They're taking it because it's uh, in the literature section of the Arts and Humanities block in the distribution requirements for the general education. And they would take a course like this because it gives a broad overview of uh, English literature at a particularly interesting and and important period, Uh, a lot of formative approaches, a lot of uh, questioning of previous traditions going on. And in many ways, it sets up the modern literature that we have today. It also provides a certain degree of cultural literacy. Uh, Many of the authors and works that we read in this course are often referenced, come up in general conversation, and it's helpful for the students to have a broader awareness of that. For students who are taking it as majors, they would take it to give a more focused approach to specific authors and specific movements in literature that they would study later in greater detail in an upper-level course. I don't know whether you are taking this for one audience or the other, but I certainly welcome you to the class and and hope that will be helpful for whichever your needs it serves. I've taught English 264 numerous times since I've been at Mercer. By my count, I've taught it 21 times since I've been here. I've taught it in 10-week terms back when Mercer was on the quarter system. I've taught it in 15-week semesters more recently, and I've taught it in four-week summer sessions. But this is the first time I've had the opportunity to teach it online. Last fall, I was invited, along with a few other of my colleagues, to participate in Mercer's Summer Online pilot program, and I thought I'd like to try it. Uh, I've been 
always interested in technology in the classroom. Um, I taught myself HTML coding and web design uh, and worked up a course in web design for humanities majors uh, as a way of expressing that interest. And I thought this sounded like something I'd like to attempt. What I hope to do this summer is to maintain elements of my traditional face-to-face -face class while utilizing the capabilities of the online media. Uh, for example, in my usual class, uh, the structure is, is on a day-to-day -day basis is set up so that I would give a lecture on a background and the themes and approaches of a particular author. Uh, I would read some excerpts from the readings of that author's work online uh, to the class and, and talk about what to notice, talk about how to read a poem, uh, talk about the themes and techniques and um, the problems, the controversies. Uh, we would discuss it in class uh, together. I also require students to bring in for each day's reading assignment two typed questions and a page-length response to one of those questions in which they explore the issues that they find interesting or puzzling in the readings for that day. Normally I have a midterm and a final exam and there's a research paper, an essay assignment. And that's my normal structure for my face-to-face -face traditional classes. For my online class, rather than having lectures, I'll produce short podcasts or audio files like this one, which you can download and listen to either on your computer or on an MP3 player, or if you wish, you can burn them to a CD and listen to them in your car. In these podcasts and these audio files, I will talk about the authors, I'll give information and background, I'll read from their works and discuss their works, I'll mention discussion questions you might wish to consider in your readings. And normally I would expect you would listen to the audio file after you've already done the readings for that day's assignment, or, or for that particular reading assignment, since the concept of daily assignments isn't really appropriate for a, an asynchronous online course like this one. Rather than having discussions in class, and dailies, I'll ask you to keep a blog, uh, to go to www.blogger.com to set up a blog account and to write there your uh, reactions to the readings, your, your thoughts, your, your discussions, your analysis, and share those with other people in the class. Uh, you'll not only write a blog account, but you'll also read the blogs of your classmates and make comments on them. It will serve the purpose to some extent of an interactive class discussion, except that we don't always have, don't have to be in the same place at the same time to do it. I also hope to schedule uh, online chat sessions so that the class can get together, this would be the only time we are all on at the same time on, online, and discuss the readings for that particular week. And I'll talk more about that and try to find a time amenable for everybody at a later point. And finally, I'll ask you to write a research paper so that you will find one of the authors that we've read this term that you like, uh, research, find out what critics say about that uh, author, about that particular work, and write a formal paper that you will then submit to me. Now the way I envision the class is most of the work, the reading, the podcasts, the initial blogs, the chats, will take place during the first four weeks or so, uh, during the time roughly comparable to the first summer session, and recognizing that you may need more time for the other parts. The second part, the comments on the, your classmates' blogs and your research paper, will be due around the end of the second summer session, so another four weeks for that. My assumption is students who will be, who will be successful in an online class have certain traits which they may or may not normally show in a face-to-face -face traditional course. I would expect students, that is, 
who succeed in online classes to be self-motivated in that they, rather than having a course time where they all come together with their classmates to talk about it, they find a time themselves where they regularly do the reading and keep up with the, the reading assignments, keep up with uh, the commentary on the blogs. They're also diligent in, in maintaining that schedule. And finally, probably most importantly, that they're active learners, that they're able to read and think about the material themselves independently, as opposed to being passive recipients for an instructor's lectures telling them what to think. Uh, I hope you have some of these traits. Uh, I hope you will benefit from this online experiment. It certainly seems to be the case, based on enrollment, that Mercer students are very interested in this option. And so I, I hope this will be a, a useful class for you and, and an instructive one, and a, use, a, a successful experiment for Mercer. Once again, welcome to the class, and I look forward to meeting you and working with you over the course of the summer. Thank you. Goodbye.